You're listening to the World Watch Weekly Podcast by Open Doors Canada. The goal of this podcast is to help you pray for your persecuted family. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening persecuted Christians where faith costs the most. For more information about Open Doors Canada or about the World Watch List, please visit our website at www.opendoorsca.org. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast. My name is Andrew. With me, as always, is Jared, and we are glad to have you with us as we talk about uh, a topic that's not comfortable to talk about, not not a topic that we'd like to talk about, but a necessary one. And so today we are talking about persecution and children. You know, most of us don't like the idea of children being persecuted for their faith. We don't want to think about it. Uh, for us, children are, are innocent and should be protected. And I think it, this is a common feeling because we know that children globally are, are uniquely vulnerable. Yeah, I think that's something that's recognized by uh, most people and as well as governments around the world. The Convention on the Rights of the Child, which was designed to protect children, is one of the most widely signed and widely ratified treaties ever. And yet, Children uh, continue to suffer in the, you know, the context of broader marginalization of religious minorities. Right. So Open Doors World Watch Research has conducted a, a preliminary study into how children are targeted for their Christian faith and their association with Christian families and communities. And so let's talk a bit about what that study reveals. Children are both directly and indirectly affected by religious discrimination uh, harassment by intolerance, and this has a severe impact on their whole life. Not only will it impact their lives, it also impacts the immediate and the future life of the global church. So let's talk about how they are indirectly impacted first. This can happen through the oppression of parents and relatives. Arrests, uh, widowhood, forced divorce, and denied custody of children all lead to the separation of children from their Christian parents. This is inevitably traumatic for children and will also have long-term damaging effects. Yeah, persecution will impact children because it can often be the reason that they're separated from their parents. So an example, uh, I recently read a story of a family in Iran whose house was raided. The mother and father and their 12-year-old son were taken to a detention center, which... Uh, would be an, an example of a direct effect of persecution on a child. But their eight-year-old daughter, their terrified daughter, was left in the care of a neighbor. She's traumatically separated from her family, and, and of course she's heavily impacted by the persecution of her parents. Another indirect way persecution impacts children is through the discrimination against Christian, and family, Christian families and communities uh, when Christians are trying to access health care and, and basic supplies, such as food and water. This has been extremely evident during COVID. Christian families have been denied food aid because of their faith. Denying a, a child food and or water can have a huge uh, impact or effect on their growing body. Further indirect ways of persecution, uh, the restriction of activities of churches and Christian parents which ultimately leads to discrimination against children being able to explore their faith heritage. They're unable to learn about their faith or be supported and equipped by older Christians. 
Um, without access to communal support, children might face the pressures of intolerance or of community rejection alone. So, for instance, uh, in China, children under the age of 18 are forbidden to attend church services or receive any religious education. Just looking at those indirect effects, we, we can already begin to see how persecution can greatly affect a child. But let's talk about some of the more direct effects. And there are plenty of direct persecution effects. Uh, so children can be targeted through social interactions surrounding their education. Bullying from peers and teachers can be common. In some contexts, children are denied access to schools and colleges based on their faith. We actually talked about that in a podcast on season one on the country of Laos. In most hostile places to Christianity, children are scrutinized at school for any indication of non-state-approved religious affiliation. That's big words that basically mean any religion that goes against what the government wants. Uh, this is very evident in a country like North Korea. Uh, in other countries, uh, they are forced to participate in teachings and rites of the majority religion. For example, in Yemen, the school curriculum is, is highly focused on Islamic teaching, and children may be under pressure to perform Islamic prayers, even if they themselves are not Muslim. When adolescents exercise their right to identify as a Christian, they are also at risk of being directly harassed verbally by uh, peers, teachers, community members, sometimes even members of their own family. In India, for example, the growing influence of extremist Hindi nationalism is a key driver of harassment like this. It can lead to beatings, it can lead to sexual assaults, the latter most particularly reserved for girls. Uh, girls are also especially at risk of abduction, commonly for purposes of trafficking and forced marriage. Boys tend to be more vulnerable to other physical violence like beatings and, and such. It's incredibly difficult to think about these things being done to children and incredibly sad. Mm -hmm. But there, there's other direct effects, like registering a child's birth is a common action for parents across the globe. I mean, I did it for my children. Uh, yet for Christian parents in, in some countries, this act may be fraught with difficulty. Uh, they may be forced to register their child under the majority religion, particularly if they were if they were born into the majority religion and have converted, their children will be forced to be called the majority religion. Uh, this is discrimination that they undergo on, on behalf of their children, but the children will be directly affected and impacted through, by this uh, card that says that they're a religion that they're not mm -hmm. uh, their entire life. Yeah, and all of these things we've talked about have an immediate impact on children of Christian communities and the ripples are seen throughout these communities and then further into the child's life. For example, when a girl is raped because of her Christian identity, there's the immediate trauma of sexual violence, and then the likely ripple effect of shame that's associated with her and her family. Furthermore, the, the long-term ripple effects also extend to her future chances of marriage and employment. And, and Christians may even be trapped in cycles of poverty due to limitations on education and the association of, that, of shame and stigma. The impact of religious persecution and discrimination on children not only affects the child and their family, it impacts the future of the church. Yeah, think, think about this. If uh, children are taken away from the church 
or they aren't able to grow in their faith, then the longevity of the church and faith community where those children live is impacted. When children are removed from the church through abduction, family separation, trafficking, forced conversion, or via forced marriage, uh, then not only are hearts broken from the loss, but also the, the chain of transmission of the Christian faith is broken. Churches which are denied the opportunity to equip their children, supporting them in their faith, are denied their fundamental right to raise the next generation to become a stable faith community in the future. So we're going to close off with some time of prayer for persecuted children around the world. And we'll pray first for families who are separated because of their faith, that Christian children would be comforted in their parents' absence, and that ultimately healthy families would be uh, reformed. We also want to pray for the protection of Christian children from verbal, physical, and sexual assault, and that those harassing them would have a radical change of heart. And we'll pray for churches, families, and communities in supporting their children and providing a safe and nurturing environment in places where Christians are targeted for their faith. So let's pray together. Lord God, when your son was on the earth, he said, Let the little children come to me and do not forbid them, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And we pray today for all the children who are not able to come to you because of the various discriminations that they might face. We pray for the families who have been broken apart because they choose to follow you. We pray that all those who are suffering from being separated from their children and children who are traumatized by being separated from their parents, we pray that they would be given a special uh, blessing of peace today. We pray that for each individual family who is broken apart like this, we pray that they would be able to be reunited. Lord, it's such a hard thing for us to think about, uh, but we know that uh, you love these people, Lord, and that you want them to be together. And so we would pray that in all of these hard, uh, all of these hardships that they're experiencing, that there would be such a, a measure of peace and blessing from you. Lord, those children around the world who are experiencing harassment and assault, uh, physical harm, we pray for protection. We pray that those who would seek to do harm to the most innocent and the most vulnerable, uh, Lord, that they would um, have a change of heart we pray that you would work in their lives and that the children, even in the midst of this persecution, that even the children in their, um, their young faith would be able to be a light for you. And for the families and churches and communities who are working to provide a, a safety net and a nurturing environment, we pray a blessing on them as well. Oh God, we ask that you would build up your church around the world and that children would be welcome there, protected there, and safe. We thank you for the work that you are doing around the world, and we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today on the World Watch Weekly Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love for you to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Share it with someone else so more people can be praying for our persecuted family around the world. Thanks so much for tuning in. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of World Watch Weekly from Open Doors Canada. For more information on how to pray for our persecuted family, please visit our website, www.opendoorsca.org. Click Get Involved and then click 
prayer. 